This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs. England daily podcast by the fans for the fans. Virat Kohli's India, with Rohit Sharma, Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan, and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Root's England, with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour, good luck to both sides, may the best team win. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the Test Match Daily Podcast. I'm James Butler, the Cricket Badger, and I jokingly said on yesterday's podcast, join us tomorrow. It might even be finished by then. It is finished by now. India have won the third Test Match just after tea on day two in Ahmedabad by 10 wickets. And we now have three days off, basically, because that is the Test Match gone. I love Test Cricket. I am passionately an advocate of the five-day red ball test match. I quite like the odd pink ball test match. I have hated this test match in Ahmedabad because that is not test match cricket. That pitch was spinning from day number one. It was not an even contest between bat and ball. And we'll talk about that as well as giving heaps of praise to India for winning that test match because they were the better of the two teams. England were woeful, I felt, during this test match. But I don't think that is a wicket that Armand can be proud of. Let's chat to some of the fan badges that are joining me after that result today. Sam's going to join us a bit later, but we've got Ash, Naman and Rito with me now. Ash, let's start with you. India, the better of the two teams. India were, were clearly the better of the two teams. I think that that's even debatable. England got selection wrong and then got the whole game plan when it came to trying to bat on the pitch wrong. In fact, as soon as they won the toss from that moment onwards, it, it was a, a downward spiral. Yeah. Uh, didn't get so, much right after that, did they really? I mean, I, I, I even felt, Ash, that in the India's first innings, after seeing how, how the ball behaved in their own innings, England, they bowled Jimmy Anderson, Stuart Broad and Joffre Archer too long because it was obviously a spinner's track and 
And they seem to still have this thing about the pink ball. It's going to swing. It's going to do something for us. The lights are coming on. Let's let's try and get the ball swinging for Jimmy. It swung for about two overs and that was it, wasn't it? Yeah, I think we normally, I'm quite a, quite a fan of Ruth. I think he's quite proactive as a captain and changes up quite well. But we were, we were too slow. I could understand opening the bowling with two of them, probably Joffrey and Jimmy would have been my choice. I'd have maybe given them a couple of overs each, but it was quite clear that after probably four or five, most six overs, right, it's, it's time to get at least one spinner on, if not get both on. And I think in the end, Root almost held himself back too long. He probably should have been on for longer last night, never mind being on first thing this morning because it was clear that spin was the difference. And I know they'd been taught that the pink ball rags at the best of times. So I don't think it was a shock on the, the pitch, if we can call it that, that it ragged. Rito, you're in India, but you're supporting England in this series, turning out to be a, a wonderful decision for you, I think. <laughs> but the pink ball obviously had an impact, but not the way that England thought it was going to. England were thinking it was going to swing, it was going to aid the likes of Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad with their pace, but it actually ended up being a a ball that aided spin and probably because it was a little bit heavier, we've spoken on this podcast before about four layers of lacquer and pigmentation making it feel like it's heavier on the bat and heavier for catches in the field. When it did go straight, it skidded on a bit more. Yes, absolutely. We did the pod on Tuesday and you said that Joe Root might might have to come on as the second spinner and that's what happened this afternoon. He got his selection wrong and he admitted by bringing himself on. And on any pitch where Joe Root gets five for eight, it's not a good Test match pitch. In all fairness to Ruti, um, Rita, that's exactly what he said in the post-match. They asked him about his five for eight, and he said, "Well, if I, if I'm getting five for eight on that surface, it tells you what you need to know about that surface." Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And when teams are prone to collapses, that tells you that it's not a very good pitch. And India on their home track, collapsing from 98 for two to what 145, that tells a story in itself. And I thought England had a bit of momentum into the third innings, but they got particularly fired once again. I've got Naman on the uh, podcast today, and Naman's been tweeting. He's an angry Naman today. He's been quite uh, feisty on Twitter as uh, as our Naman. He's the only India representative on the podcast today. And Naman, I've been quite vocal on Twitter today. I think that was a shocking pitch. Um, I really do. I don't think that was entertaining in any shape or form in, in terms of a test match. It was like watching a heavily biased towards spin bowling highlights real wicket 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 uh, very few decent batting in there and there's plenty of good batting in both of those two teams particularly India against spin and even they found it really difficult to stay in on that surface against Joe Root who took five for eight um, and India bat all the way down to number nine now man there's no way in this world you can come on this podcast today and tell me that Ahmedabad pitch was fit for purpose see uh, to be honest James uh, even if India had lost this test match uh, I wouldn't have blamed the pitch over there I strongly believe that this is the tech Technical issue not only with England. Yes, sir, Root took a Pfeiffer over there, but also we need to see how he, yes, sir, Rishabh Pant, uh, Nick behind, but Aksar uh, went for a six, Ashwin went for a six. So we also need to see how the wickets were taken. It's not just over only the numbers game. And to be honest, it's not only about the pitch. Wherever India travels or any country travels, I'm just Speaking from cricket's point of view, yes, you will be given a plenty of different pitch, uh, pitches over there. We never blame the bowlers, never blame when the batsmen tend to score double hundreds and triple hundreds. Uh, they tend to keep bowling, they keep, tend to keep fighting. They bowl two to three, three days, almost uh, 60, 70 overs. The spinners tend to bowl, but uh, end of the day, you have to play well. I always mention that uh, not even if you see in India, uh, Rahan is always vulnerable to the spinners, and I was damn sure he won't survive more than five overs to 
today and uh, he was out over there. Uh, leaving Pant, yes, Aksar Patel is short of batting. Uh, Washington Sundar, yes, he has scored well, but uh, he got a brilliant delivery from the over there from Root. It was turning right from day one and I felt they got a brilliant start. They got a brilliant start England over there, but it is all about winning smaller sessions over there. They were 70 for two, but collapsed over there. Then India, even India were uh, almost 90-100 for two, as Rito mentioned over there. They collapsed from, from there. But yes, it was turning, but the point to be noted over here is 21 out of 30 deliveries were the straight ones where the wicket was taken. This I'll, is I'll come in on that because I was going to mention that now, man. People on Twitter have said to me that the straight ball shouldn't be taking wickets. But when you've got the likes of Ravi Ashwin and Axel Patel and even Jack Leach, who are spinning the ball quite a lot on that surface and then one stays straight, that's as big a weapon for a spin bowler as, as the big turner. The big turners hardly ever take wickets. It's the straight ones that often get batsmen because then they're playing for the turn. They're not quite sure what the, the bowler's sending down. So it's still a spin delivery. It's just gone straight. So this is exactly where James uh, Cook intervened and uh, this is where they, we are seeing the technical issues because he himself mentioned as soon as the second test got over, the straighter ones are never going to take wickets because you are already defending and the turning ones are going outside the off stump where you have to leave it simply. Even if you are trying to attempt that particular delivery, the ball is going outside the off stumps. You are hardly going to nick it. Uh, so, no man, look me in the eyes then. I know you can't, but look me in the eyes metaphorically and tell me that was a good test match track. Yes, it was a good day. I always oh, feel Naman, that Naman, it Naman, Naman, Naman. I had so much respect for you. You've been a fantastic so, fan, Badger. No, I'm afraid this, James. This, is, this is so sad that it's your last one. So India were 36 <laughs> all out uh, in pink ball test. Nobody blamed the pitch over there. It was pure technical glitch over there. there are many, All the batsmen almost nicked behind. Uh, they did not play well. Eh? End of story. So why not blame over here to the batsmen? Yes, the bowler. How many matches do we see where the bowlers are having their say? It is always the batsmen, whether it is over whether it is T20 but there's a difference Naman there's a difference Naman between uh, an equal contest the rules the ICC rules for pitch preparation say that it should be on the first sort of two or three days a pretty even contest between bat and ball and then obviously the pitch is going to naturally deteriorate these pitches that India are serving up here they're different to the ones that England played on in 2016 they're different to the ones that England won on in 2012-13 these pitches are starting on day one as if it's day three or day four and they are deteriorating from there it spanned more today than it spanned yesterday and that is not good test match cricket a a pitch that naturally makes a a test match finish just over five sessions is not good for test cricket Naman it is not I do agree with you but I don't judge a pitch with the amount of turn a turn is a turn Uh, if you even if you look back to the Sri Lanka series as I mentioned Embuldenia was turning right from the first delivery and none other batsmen apart from Root were able to pick him up so that does not mean the pitch was bad again over here uh, we admit that even Indian players were not the good on this wicket and we played poorly. I feel the smaller sessions as I mentioned in my tweet also 24 overs were bowled by the fast bowlers from England where they ended up giving 79 to 80 runs. And this is, a, this is a point I was going to come in um, for Naman. I think a lot of Rohit Sharma's runs came against England's pace bowlers. A lot of Zach Crawley's runs came against India's pace bowlers. As soon as the spinners came on, the top score was almost 25 by Ben Stokes, wasn't it? And and, and Virat Kohli's innings. Yeah, the spin just ruled the roost in that, on that surface in Ahmedabad. And I didn't think it was good for the game at all. Elvis Presley once said, we're caught in a trap. We can't get out, but we might be able to soon. Hopefully COVID-19 will be behind us and we can get back on the cricket pitch this summer. And you need to make it count. BlackRatCricket.com They have an original range, a rodent range, a little rat range. 
Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count. BlackRatCricket.com. Join the infestation. Ash is desperate to come back in on the point you've made now, man. I mean, I thought from a moment we got Sonal Gavaskar with us because he was saying it was all technical and nothing to do with the pitch. I thought KP and Butcher had a really interesting chat just before that sort of final last half hour where they spoke about how DRS has changed playing spin and how it's now the straight ball that's dangerous because you can no longer play for half and half of the ball that doesn't spin and the ball that does spin and get away with it like they used to. And they were sort of saying that that's why it's been so difficult and why the pitch is so poor is that you can't pick a which ball's going to skid on and stay straight or which ball's going to bounce and turn and now with how DRS is it makes it much much more difficult for, for someone to play not knowing what's going to happen which is why you've seen the collapse and they were sort of suggesting if this happened back in sort of 0304 people had just kicked the ball away and got away with it basically which I thought was a really interesting no, it is a, interesting it, point it, 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 is a good, it is a good point and I think DRS has changed the game uh, I spoke to Ray Illingworth at length I interviewed him a few years ago and Ray Illingworth said to me I, think it, I don't think he was on record I I think it was when we were walking around uh, the, the ground that he was mowing at the time, one of his club grounds. And he was saying that Pitt uh, had been DRS when he was bowling in test cricket. He wouldn't have had 122 test match wickets. He'd had more like 250. And he'd have had uh, more like 3,000 first class wickets rather than the 2072 that he took. So Because you just get more decisions. As a bowler, you just get more decisions. Sam's joined us. Hello, Sam. Um, we've been talking about India playing the best cricket, but also the pitch conditions as well. What's your uh, overall assessment in a nutshell on those uh, five sessions and a bit that we've seen in uh, Ahmedabad? Oh, it's much easier to do it in a nutshell when there's only 140 overs to talk you go, about. You can go through ball by ball if you want. <laughs> Nearly 500. I'll just do a rerun of the entire test. Look, just a bit disappointed, really. I was looking forward to a weekend watching test cricket. You know, I mentioned before, I love the fact that it's nine o'clock so I can get my episode of Frasier, which of course is now coming back as they've announced today before the cricket. But yeah, I've not seen a lot of today. I've only seen the highlights. So it's difficult to be too shit scathing, but it doesn't look good, does it? That's not how a test match should play out. I mean, credit to India. They did really well, but... The, just if you just see the the way people are talking about it during it, the kind of level of ridicule and uh, like how like astonishing the situation was, just how it was unfolding. I don't know. I suppose good fun for those that are watching it for the short period of time, but disappointing that it's not been a better contest between bat and ball. That's my biggest disappointment. I've got three days where I don't know what to do with now. Um, <laughs> uh, Rito, even Alistair Cook on the Channel 4 coverage in England has been quite critical. Alistair Cook's a very placid fella. I, I can't imagine Alistair Cook ever gets angry. He's been saying that he just, um, him and Andrew Strauss have been talking in the studio about how you would play on that pitch and how you would try and combat the spin with balls shooting on straight and balls spinning violently. How you would try and get a sort of fashion a technique fashion an approach to that to actually ensure you stayed in and ensured you kept the scoreboard ticking and Andrew Strauss and, and Alistair Cook have had quite a lot of success themselves in Indian conditions and they said they would really struggle yeah well, James as I stay in India I have a lot of Indian friends and they are also very critical of this pitch yeah they are appreciating India for winning it in uh, five sessions but they are also critical of the pitch saying this is not our test match standard pitch 
language and they're Indians. So that tells a story. Again, I won't take any any credit away from India, but it showed uh, the, there are some deficiency in the English batsman's techniques. Our playing spin, this young English batsman, I was a lot more confident in them that they would be able to cope up to those challenges. But ever since the first innings in Chennai, it looked like they did all the batting over there and for the rest of the series, they haven't got a lot left. Sam, I think Marito's point there, I, I kind of agree with that really. It's, uh, I mean, I've, I've had people telling me from India today, oh, you should stop crying. You should stop kind of whinging. I just want to, I, I actually don't really consider myself as being an England fan in this series or an Indian fan. I just want to see good cricket and I want to see, you know, as close to five days of good cricket as I possibly can. I've been really looking forward to this series and for this third test match to be over within two days, albeit the better side winning, I think is really disappointing. Yeah, and I, I don't try and hide that I'm an England fan, so of course I want England to win. So I'm disappointed from that perspective. But I do try and step back and think, well, actually, there's going to be a lot of a lot of people with tickets for days three, four and five. They're going to be very disappointing. And that's what you really want. It's a big showpiece event. It's well, a big... there'll be 165,000 of them, won't there? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a series. As you say, it's so built up. It's meant to be the grand opening of this. Well, it is the grand opening of this. What is a wonderful new stadium? And it really spend <laughs> you'd probably spend a little bit more money on the pitch, maybe to ensure there's five days of cricket, or at least the possibility of four or five days of cricket. I I think it's it's hard to put into words, but it is disappointing when you got someone like if you got the likes of Cook and Strauss who know far more about batting in those conditions. And funnily enough, I've had more success than I have ever had in those conditions. In thing. that surprises me, Sam. I know I'm full of surprises, <laughs> James. But if they don't, if they're if they're sitting there, going, I've got no idea what I would do on this pitch. You do have to wonder that again. It goes back to my previous point: contest between bat and ball. If those two can't work out how to make it, how they would try and make it an even contest, then there's something slightly awry. Well, let, let, let's ask Naman because Naman knows. No, man, if you've got Alistair Cook and Andrew Strauss in front of you and they were about to go out onto that Ahmedabad pitch, how would you advise them to play spin on today against uh, Aksa Patel and, and Ravi Ashwin who are turning some and, and yeah, rocketing some on straight? See, to be honest, we as Indians are used to this wickets because these are the wickets we play day in, day out in Ranji trophies. They are the four days, not even five days, but this kind of test matches get over in two to three days. But as uh, mentioned also in the experience, but commentary box, you have to get their feet moving. Uh, hardly you saw any of the players using their feet against the spinners. But can I just remind you that India were bowled out for 145 on it and, and were reduced from, um, what was it, 98 for two to 145 all out this morning. So with the Indians who are playing in that domestic trophy and are very used to those conditions as well, didn't exactly handle it either, did they? Yes, absolutely. And we are agreeing on that. You also saw Kohli mentioning it in the press conference. That was bizarre betting from Indians' point of view also because we play so such wickets day in day out and uh, to be honest it was not good batting especially from Pant and Aksar Patel which especially only leech out their yes uh, root uh, bowled brilliantly lot was expected from such a batsman but I am simply talking from cricket's point of view yes pitch uh, this and this out and we tend to uh, we see a lot of uh, pitches like this. It's not just that test matches. Are, we consider three days test matches. We also see those kind of test matches day in, day out. How many test matches go till five days in uh, the series we see recently in last uh, four to five years. Uh, but what I am trying to mention here is uh, just bad, just play well. Uh, yes, you are going to be tested. But uh, we start complaining about the pitches when the bowlers tend to dictate their terms. When the batsmen are scoring double hundreds and uh, briskly. Somebody and said that to me on Twitter 
to today, Naman, and they said when a team gets 750, nobody complains. I can assure you they do, because I've covered um, and, and listened to overseas tours where Sri Lanka have racked up 800 or something like that. Everybody moans about it. This isn't good for test cricket. It's just a road and it's there's no excitement here. There's nothing in, in it for the bowlers. So from that extreme gets criticised too. Yes, they do, James. But if you will see the test wickets where India used to produce earlier also with likes of Hayden, Gilchrist, everyone has played over here. The test match never lasted for five days. Yes, they, it went to three days or four days, but it was the technique of the batsman, the impact they had in likes of Hayden, Gilchrist, Cook, they brought in. And yes, they used their fit. Uh, the pinners also were in the back foot. Immediately, there you saw Rohit Sharma hitting for a 6-2 uh, leech. He brought down his length uh, so far back because there is no intimate intimacy from what I uh, use the words no attack from England is what I always mentioned right from the uh, day one yes in the first test they were good but there is there are no sixes no attack apart from Crowley Crowley hitting the fast bowlers but when will they start using their feet against the spinners so that the length of Ashwin and Aksar will change they are only using that particular crease and using defence as a mechanism which is not working from for them so this is what I am mentioning yes everyone can talk about the pitches but I am uh, strongly talking here about the technique of the batsmen, not only for England, also for the Indian batsmen, and I'm simply talking on cricket terms only. Ash, there's no doubt Naman's right in that England are absolutely shocking against the spinning ball. I don't think anyone anywhere could claim any different. We are poor against the spinning ball. I don't think that's a debate. The fact we were the poorer team, we made the wrong tactical decisions as well in this game is, is not up for debate in the slightest. We got the game plan wrong. I don't think there's any debate there. India played well and we played this game over in Sri Lanka on the pitches we saw in Gaul with what we would call good spinning pitches that spun from day one but were fair, had had the option there for the batsmen and we're going to last four or five days. I, I still think we'd have lost but I think it'd have been an actual spectacle to watch. It'd have been what you expect from a test match and you'd, you'd have seen four or five days. It, it still doesn't excuse England. It's not an excuse for England in the slightest. They need they need to be better and I just hope that in the fourth test we maybe come back with better tactics and hopefully a better game plan for when it comes to batting. Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin-safe performance, compact design, advanced engineering, ceramic blade, waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers, revivers, preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, get on there now. Rito, you watched the test matches in Sri Lanka as well. The turn there was a little bit more predictable. There was there was turn there in Sri Lanka. The likes of Embledenya, etc., caused England all sorts of problems at times. It kind of wasn't breaking the surface. It was some some weren't popping up violently. It wasn't turning square. It was turn that if you were batting well, you could read and play, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was slow turn in Sri Lanka. That was the difference between this pitch. It is fast turn, and with Aksa Patel bowling that, it's getting on. It makes it much harder for the batsman. Probably, if I 
have to blame someone for preparing this type of pitch. It must be England. By winning the first test match, they pushed India into such a corner that they had to prepare this kind of tracks to qualify for the World Test Championship final. I think. Sam, I probably I would have been over the moon if England had won one test match. I think as, a, as an Englishman, um, they won the first one. As Rito says, that's probably actually backfired on them a little bit. But mm. yeah, I guess going to the subcontinent, you you have to face conditions like this, and you have to play spin. If you're the ECB, if you're the England hierarchy, this is the hardest tour that England ever get really for the sake of I don't know four weeks once every four years can you see why there hasn't been more kind of initiative in in, in trying to get batsmen playing spin I know they do it and then they they take the lines over there and they there is some kind of effort made but for just one tour in in a four week four year cycle you can maybe understand why England are quite happy to beat everybody else back home and, and go and have easier tours in the West Indies and stuff maybe but I still think they want to so you want to test yourself against the best and so it's, actually, it's only it. when you come to this now when England go 2-1 down or 3-0 down in a series and everybody starts to complain about England can't play spin that it actually gets taught about we'll forget about it in two months time when they're playing against England yeah. on a scene uh, perhaps but I don't know if they do do they still do Lions and A tours out there I think more people should go out there and play club cricket or representative cricket I think you know there's a lot of people rightly go and play club cricket in the winter in Australia and New Zealand but perhaps they might want to I don't know maybe there are huge numbers of people doing it but you see few I know people go out for as often spin camps and things like that they take people out for but you can't you know we talk about my club's home ground at Taunton but even if it is a spinning wicket the conditions aren't quite the same very rarely as much as the sun does shine in the west country we're not looking at 35 degree heat and very humid all the time so you have to be out there to prepare for it I think England did pretty well in the first test and like you said not shot themselves in the foot but they were less decisive against the spinners in, in both of the last two tests and that's been their undoing and the problem I is think, mentally I think, now I think when England spatted on the first two days in that uh, first test match in Chennai it wasn't really spinning was it so they're playing Ashwin and, and and the like who had their hands tied behind the back a little bit because it was a little bit of a road in the first sort of two and a half days there only really sports yeah. came into it later on so they, you know, they obviously England made the most of the conditions you can't complain about that but it was a lot easier it was a different proposition than batting today say in Ahmedabad it was and without experiencing those if it's you know if it's your first time experiencing those conditions you're going to be at a disadvantage so without actually physically going out there and gaining the experience then you're not going to know what it's like but I, I still think they could have been it became very you, you watch one of your mates or a couple of your mates go early and then suddenly you're more tentative and more tense when you're out at the cricket they were kind of half playing shots probably not going neither forward nor back in this it's certainly in the last couple of day i saw them back yesterday um, so I do think they perhaps need to be a bit more decisive in the next test with their, their footwork against the spinners um, that said just my previous comments about the pitch still stand the the other thing as well the pitch yeah we've talked about the pitch don't want to labour that point too much today but Ashwin and Axel Patel pulled bold blimmin brilliantly on it um, so there's no no sort of con- condemnation of uh, the Indian spinners they took a lot of maybe easy wickets for them but they deserved them because they bowled really nicely and obviously Naman Ravichandran Ashwin 400 test wickets today when he got out uh, Joffre Archer that's a uh, second fastest uh, test player to 400 test wickets that's some going isn't it absolutely brilliant performance out there and he's well supported by Aksar on the other hand which where he is getting that cushion to try a lot of variations out there and uh, not the uh, he's got the best platform out here and again getting this achievement against the likes of England is uh, just uh, icing on the cake I feel uh, not only with the ball uh, also with the bat he has been brilliant throughout not only against England right now but also against the Australia he was just brilliant and I feel 
feel uh, the kind of performance he has given in both this series uh, white ball lord is calling for him i feel uh, with Kuldeep Yadav not so much in that uh, great form right now I feel um, he he will soon be in the white ball cricket as well Rito obviously England's rest and rotation policy is there for a reason and it's more mental health and, and well-being than the cricket side of stuff but it's not helping really is it you know, Johnny Bairstow went home after being in quite good form in Sri Lanka has come back and got a pair in this test match um, I mean Josh Butler's probably stocks rising isn't it off the back of uh, missing the last two games it's a tough balancing act for England isn't it to try and get to look after their players but still stay at 100% on the on the on the playing surface Yes, absolutely, James. We have applauded the ECB's rest and rotation policy till the first test in Chennai, and now we are criticizing it. Probably in hindsight, I think England probably got the best squad out to Sri Lanka. An hour and a half of Butler on this wicket would have really helped England, and a lot of people were saying that. Do you genuinely think that um, Joss Butler would have batted any better than any of the guys in the middle order? Because I'm not convinced he would have done. He has a method against spin, and the Indians really, really fear him. As soon as he would have come up, come out there would have been a couple of fielders on the boundary and he could have taken a bit of chances against them and we never know if Josh Butler stays in there he scores quickly and another 100 runs you never know James Ash would Josh Butler have made a difference today? He might have made a, a minuscule difference but I don't think it was going to be a difference that wins you the game I, I still don't quite understand why it is that in, out of all the the batsmen England have got that Josh Butler is the one that Indian fans are so fearful of to be honest I think yeah, don't get me wrong I think Josh is a very good batsman in all formats yeah they see what he can do in the IPL that's why I think well yeah I think um, I've upset a few uh, Indian fans on Twitter myself today by saying that I think their views on test cricket have been a little bit affected by the IPL and T20 because they believe in an action packed two day test match match is brilliant and they also seem to think that Josh Butler is the biggest threat to, to their bowlers which I just can't I can't see I think he, he might have made a little difference I don't think folks has particularly impressed me in the last couple of games but I think he'd be very very minuscule if he did make a difference I feel for Ben Folks actually because he's, he's, you know, he's got his opportunity in the toughest bang situation he could possibly face I think in an England shirt so Josh Butler as I say stocks rising above Ben Folks's because he's not having to play on those surfaces now, now man final question for you on the Josh Butler kind of thing in the IPL as Ash said there I mean as you know I'm a big IPL fan love it I do feel that Rash is a bit right there that the Indians like this frenetic kind of cricket these days in test matches aren't bothered about it finishing in two or three days because the IPL the more bite-sized cricket is is what kind of turns them on these days and they'll they'll rate Joss Butler because he can score a quick 80 for the Mumbai Indians a few years ago or the Rajasthan Royals then actually look at his test record and realise in a, in a white shirt playing for England he's, he's maybe not quite as good as that uh, No I do not agree to this point I, I feel you know what, uh, I, mean, I, I thought you might not <laughs> It's not about the the. Fact factor uh, about Josh uh, playing good in IPL but I consider the point that it would have brought more flavour to the England batting lineup because where we see is that every batsman is stuck out in the crease no one is out there using their feet out uh, intimidating the likes of Ashwin and Aksar making them their lens change but Butler is one of that players who would have made them do that uh, fielders would have scattered along and as Rito mentioned 50 or 100 runs could have made the difference because he's the like of a batsman who won't stay over there defending the deliveries where I feel the base toe should uh, change but, his but, game. But if you've actually watched, watched Josh Butler playing for England in Test cricket, he's actually quite dour at times. He bats a lot of a lot of balls. He 
doesn't go out and attack. I do not think so. This would have been the case uh, here. I, I totally feel that him, uh, Ben Stokes and everyone, you saw what Ben Stokes did today. He was attacking right from yeah, the... Yeah, but Ben Stokes does it in a test shirt as well. Joss Butler doesn't... Sam, bring you in on that. You've watched a lot of England. Joss Butler actually bats quite sensibly and slowly in test cricket, doesn't he, main, mainly? Yeah, and he always has done that. You know, even in first-class cricket, he's a... It, Josh Butler is a wonderful player, first and foremost. I don't think he's necessarily... I, I don't think he's suddenly going to... Just because he's there, he's going to strike the fear of God into Patel and Ashwin, who are falling absolutely marvellous, marvellously. Actually, his first-class record was nothing to write home about when he was playing a lot for Somerset. You know, it, it was decent. I, he is a destructive extremely disruptive white ball player and can be in test matches but I don't think based on his record he had a great summer but it wasn't by hitting sixes he wasn't suddenly taking bowlers for 20-24 runs and over I, I just think that is misplaced there's, a, there's, an, Im- there's an image the that India, the Indian public have of Joss Butler which he's gained from the IPL it has to be because they've seen him score 50s and 100s at an express rate in the IPL obviously seen him win the World Cup with England and imagine he's going to bring that to the test arena Rito and he doesn't do that in the test arena does he I mean I'm not saying I think Joss Butler actually is England's best wicketkeeper batsman at the moment which is not something I've always believed but I think he he probably has the shirt at the moment but he's not that kind of player in test matches let's say something that Josh Butler has hugely improved since his recall in 2018 his wicketkeeping has improved a lot and you have even accepted it James haven't you yeah even I have yeah I have yeah so what I was saying James probably Josh maybe he would have made a difference in the first innings, Ben Foxy batted for 60 balls and he scored just a 12. But why, but why do, that... sorry, sorry, Rita, but why does, because we're running out of time, so I'm going to get this question in before we finish. Why does Naman say, and why do I pick up on Twitter, that as soon as Josh Butler comes to the crease in a test match, they'd put a long on back and they'd put a deep mid wicket, etc., because they're expecting to go out all guns blazing. They're not actually doing their analytics if they're, if they're doing that, because that's not how Josh Butler plays in test cricket. Yeah, he doesn't, but the conditions in India are very different to that in England. He In England, he has to take a bit of time, but in India, where the ball is spinning sharply, he knows there's going to be a ball with his name on it and he has to take his chances. And that's where I think in the first innings, he could have made a difference if he had been in place of Fox, where he could have take, put his foot in the pedal and hit a couple of sixes. I am not sure. Ben Fox, even if he tried, could have cleared the boundary. It's going to be interesting, isn't it, to see how England regroup. We've got three days off now, um, fellas, where we're going to have to do a test daily and try and think of something to actually talk about over the next three days, because we was expecting to talk about test match cricket but the uh, test in Ahmedabad has finished within two days we'll reunite myself and Naman on the podcast very very soon I won't sack him just yet and we will fight it out we will keep going Naman myself and you because I thought that pitch was substandard Naman defends it as has a lot of Indians on Twitter and it's all about opinions isn't it sport that's why we love it and that's why we do podcasts and that's why we follow the game I just like to quite like to follow the game for a bit longer than five sessions when it's supposed to be a five day test match Ash Naman, Rito and Sam thank you very much indeed for joining me today thank you everybody out there for listening as well and stay tuned because we have a few more podcasts that are not going to be talking about the action talking about something else over the next three days as we go through the rest of England series in India at least the one day games will last one day won't they that's a, that's a blessing as we look forward to the white ball stuff to follow the test batches as well thanks everybody for listening I've been James the Cricket Badger and I'll see you again tomorrow Thanks for listening. We will be back every day during England's tour of India. Get in touch on at cricket underscore badger on Twitter. We hope you are enjoying the cricket. See you again tomorrow.
Apple Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.